0: Every day, The Rundown Podcast keeps you in the loop about the people and places that shape Chicago. The show is possible thanks to the ongoing support of listeners like you who understand the value of our work to keep you engaged. Support The Rundown Podcast at WBEZ.org slash Rundown Donate. And thank you. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome to Friday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Back in March, I mentioned on the show that the Illinois Senate had unanimously passed a measure that would extend child labor protections to young people who are social media influencers. This type of legislation exists for child actors, but it didn't apply to kids who create on social media platforms. Until now, the measure was recently signed into law by the governor, which makes Illinois the first state to do something like this. Now, this is happening as more and more parents are creating social media accounts that feature their children and they're earning income from the content they create. The new law ensures these children will be compensated from this income once they turn 18. Parents are required to set aside up to 50 percent of the earnings into a trust fund if their child is featured in more than 30 percent of the parents' videos. Illinois State Senator David Kaler of the 46th District in the central part of the state spoke with WBEZ's daily talk show Reset about sponsoring the bill. Hopefully with the publicity that this law is getting that parents who want to do this and make a family industry out of it, uh, will at least pay attention to the rules and how they need to protect the economic interests of the children. The law goes into effect next July. A couple of Republican leaders showed up to the Illinois State Fair to get the party geeked up for the next election. Don Tracy, the head of Illinois' Republican Party, says there's a key strategy they should embrace if they hope to win in Illinois. My colleague Alex Degman was there. You might not have heard this at a Republican rally three years ago. Yet plenty of people attending the Illinois State Fair's Republican Day agreed with party chairman Don Tracy that they need to use all the tools available if they hope to win. We will be working hard to bank as many pre-election day votes as possible next year because the political party that votes for weeks and months will mathematically beat the party that only votes for one day. Tracy says they're working with the Republican National Committee's Bank Your Vote operation, which was introduced earlier this summer. He also said the party should aim for at least 25 percent of the vote in Chicago and focus more on winning back the suburbs. And Alex is reporting that it didn't stop there. The co-chair of the Republican National Committee, Drew McKissick, gave the Illinois GOP some tips at the fair on how to win. He says Illinois is solidly blue and is going to take hard work to change that. But Republicans cannot get dejected after losses. As we've been talking about on the show lately, there are a lot of volunteers and social service agencies working with migrants that have been arriving in Chicago for the past several months. Some of the volunteers are raising the alarm about potential dangers near the shelters and police stations where migrants are being housed. They're saying there have been reports of migrants disappearing from shelters with strangers who are promising them work and housing. Erica Villegas volunteers with migrants at the 8th District Police Station. She says keeping the kids safe is a priority. Stressing as as much as we can uh, to parents, mothers and fathers. You take your kids with you wherever you go. You are going to get a job for the day or whatnot. Then within this community of your migrant family, right, we need to find a sitter Viegas and other volunteers are circulating community safety flyers at shelters that are written in both English and Spanish. And now for a few quick hits, approximately a thousand former Northwestern University athletes have signed a letter that condemns hazing, but also defends their experience of the school's culture. The Associated Press obtained the letter yesterday. The athletes say allegations of abuse within the football program and other men's and women's teams are troubling, but quote, do not represent or define the overall athletics culture at Northwestern, end quote. Northwestern is facing more than a dozen lawsuits across multiple sports with allegations, including sexual abuse of players by teammates, as well as racist comments by coaches and race-based assaults. And there's a job fair today on the South Side, focusing on folks who were formerly incarcerated. The Project Hired event will have opportunities in food service, IT, manufacturing, and customer service. Pete Keller is the founder, who is also a former gang member and was also formerly incarcerated. He says the last job fair saw more than two dozen returning citizens getting jobs on the spot. The event today is from 10 to 4 at 7401 South Cottage Grove. And all the chance the rapper fans know that he's been going around the city celebrating the 10th anniversary of his mixtape, the one that put me on, Acid Rap. He spoke to a crowd of fans at the Apple Store downtown on Michigan Avenue this week about his career and hip hop at large. It's also the 50th anniversary of the genre this year. He talked about how living in Chicago helped him stay rooted and ways he wants to help lift up the black diaspora globally. He's performing from the album in Chicago tomorrow and the Sun-Times is reporting that he has a new exhibit at the Wonder Museum to celebrate. As for the weather, it's mostly sunny today with a few clouds here and there this afternoon. High temperatures going up to the mid 70s. The weekend should be pretty nice and clear too, mostly sunny both days with highs in the mid 80s. And that's it for now. Later today, we'll get an update on some of the folks filling in the gaps since COVID-era SNAP benefits were cut a few months ago. How are the food pantries doing? There hasn't been a week that we haven't registered one or several families that are new to our pantry because they just came in. I'll talk to two people leading the Irving Park Community Pantry today at two o'clock. I'm Erin Allen, this is The Rundown. Talk to you later.